When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. We're recognizing farms and homesteads that have been in the family for more than 100 or 150 years. I'm Charity Seebecker for the Midwest Farm Report. These families were celebrated at the Wisconsin State Fair. One farm recognizes that of Carol and George Stanchfield. This Fond du Lac County farm's history dates back to 1922. George's grandson, Matt Immel, tells us more about the history of the farm. So actually, we are 100 years this year. Um, it would be my great-grandfather, I think great-grandfather, um, acquired it. Um, and then it kind of passed through between uh, his children, and then my grandfather and his brothers and sisters had it. Uh, Grandpa George was actually born in in the house on the farm, um, which was kind of a special memory that he always shares and jokes with us. Um, so yeah, we've just been in 100 years now, and we've had a lot of great memories at the farm. Um, my aunt got married there in 87, I got married there, um, and my sister got married there. So we've had some some fun events in the farm as well, too. Um, Grandpa really looked forward to this award. Unfortunately, we lost him due to COVID a couple years ago. So it's great that we can memorialize him and, and have this honor for Grandma and for my aunts yet. Yeah, to be a part of the, the, the family history of the farm. What buildings were on that original homestead? How big was it, the acreage, things like that? So the homestead that he's on now um, is 80 acres. There was another farm across the street that his, his father worked and, and that they worked together. That was, I believe, close to 250 acres. Um, and the 80 acres that Grandpa was born on, they still have that yet. Now, the 151 bypass went through that about 20 years ago, so it took about seven acres away from the farm, um, which everybody always says, oh, it must be nice to have a highway go through and if you ask grandma she would she would argue that one and say no it's it's really not that nice but um so the original barn is still standing it's it's definitely showing its age um, but it's still there we've got the american flag on it and the navy flag on it grandpa was a, a navy veteran um they raised hogs and um uh, some cattle as well too mainly they were hog farmers um and the old farrowing house if people raise hogs you know what a farrowing house was that's still there grandpa converted that into his wood workshop and and all of his tools are still in there. All of us kids and grandkids share that wood shop. And, and we go in there and make things from time to time. And it's like Grandpa's still there with us. Um, so that's still there. The original farmhouse is still there. Grandpa really restored that farmhouse over the probably the past decade. He was very proud of that house and, and able to restore it. Um, and the garage. Um, and that's about it. The, the grain bins are gone. A couple of the other small buildings are gone. But everything else is still intact. What were the first years like for your great-grandpa on that farm? And really? getting it going and having to go through probably some struggles. Yeah, I remember I, I wish Grandpa could be here to tell the stories. He could go on and on and on and on. And we always said, Grandpa, you got to write a book because he had such great stories of, you know, he would tell us stories about one year when the snow was so high, the cows are walking over the fences and things of that aspect. But, you know, they went through the traditional struggles that all the families did in the, in the 20s and 30s. Um, but uh, they persevered. You know, they, they pulled together and worked as a family. Grandpa was actually an electrician. He worked for Mercury Marine for 45 Five years, so him and Grandma farmed, and Grandpa worked um, at Mercury that time. And Grandma would always say, "Oh, Grandpa would get home at three o'clock, and he'd always tell me, did you work up this field? Did you feed the hogs? You know, what do we got to do next?'" And it was a, a family effort, and they they just loved every minute of it. It was special to hear the the stories and the memories. And my mom and her sisters, they were farm girls. You know, they they drove the tractors, they they helped feed the hogs, and did the farm work. Um, 
it was it was special to hear the stories. And we, as grandkids, we had um, hogs that we kept at the, the farm yet for uh, 4-H that we showed at the county fair. So even though it wasn't a full-fledged hog operation, we were there. We still every summer had our pigs there, and, and Grandma and Grandpa loved that. You know, we had animals there and could see uh, us exhibit them at the fair. So what improvements or changes have been made? I know you mentioned that same house is still there, but what else has changed? Well, I remember the stories when they when Grandma and Grandpa first moved there. Um, Grandma would say she moved in, and she said, oh, what are we getting ourselves into? There's no running water. I just had a baby. And um, so they transitioned. You know, there was an old cistern in the basement that caught the water and, and things of that aspect. So they've, you know, restored it to a modern-day house as it is now. Um, you know, kept the barn up and working for, for quite a while. It, like I said, it's showing its age. But um, basically, just to keep, they were very proud of the home, um, very proud of the property. It's uh, on the edge of Fond du Lac, right by the Ryanzi Cemetery. Very picturesque, beautiful place that they've kept up to date. So how was the farm passed on now to where it is today? It, it basically, it just kind of got transferred, like I said, from great-grandpa to grandpa to brothers, sisters. Um, they, they kind of all took turns working it until grandpa and grandma moved on it in the, the early 60s is when they moved on it, and they've been there ever since. What is some of your favorite memories that you have from growing up on the farm? Gosh, that is a hard question. I mean, we spent so many of our summers at Grandma and Grandpa's house in the farm. I would say raising our pigs there for 4-H for the fair every year. Some of my most fondest memories with my sisters and my cousins and just Grandma and Grandpa showing us how to how to take care of the animals. And, and I was in woodworking, um, spending the time in Grandpa's wood shop after you've converted it. Those memories are something that I will cherish forever. And they're the crick that ran through the yard. We'd always sneak away and, as Grandma would say, puddle in the crick. But um, we were always told not to fall in the crick. But um, And now it's funny, my kids, and, and they're allowed to go in the crick like it's free, you know, free range. But just there's so many good ones. But it's the learning, the things that we learned, and the memories we made with them. For not just, I mean, for all of my cousins, they, they all had great times when we went there. So what is the farm today? What is the farmstead? So the farmstead now, we still have about 73 acres. Um, we rent it out to a local dairy farmer that's friends of ours. They so we basically they use it for their dairy herds for feed um, and then the buildings are still intact and it's it's kind of peaceful and quiet but you know even grandma says this morning I walked out and checked the beans and they look like they're a little bit behind schedule but you know she still understands what goes into farming and, and everything so it's it's kind of I guess if you'd say the retired farm but it's it's still there and still providing food for today's population what do you think makes your farm unique whether that's in the past or now you know I think it, it's kind of unique unique in the the history that we have as far as the way it's passed through generations. Um, also, it's right on the edge of the city limits. So if you literally drive a tenth of a mile down the road, you're in the city of Fond du Lac. You drive the other tenth, you're, you're in the country. We have so many people that comment, oh, yeah, that, that's your farm. It's, you know, like the one little piece of rural connection next to the city of Fond du Lac. Grandpa's family was one of the first families to settle in Fond du Lac with the Galloways and some of the other names. So we've got a long-standing heritage, even though the farm that Grandpa's on was 100 years. The other ones, I was reading the, the original um, deeds and transfers that are handwritten, date back to the 1850s. So, I mean, it, the heritage from Fond du Lac itself is pretty deep from our family. So what does your farm look like for the next generation? You know, we want to keep it intact as long as we can. I know Mom and, and her sisters, um, Grandma's going to stay there. as She still lives there, 
by herself now, and um, the, the plan is to keep it intact and keep it in the family for as long as we can. And is there anything else that you would like to add about your farmstead? No, I, I just share the congratulations with the rest of the award winners. I, it's so cool to see the pride and the, the, the heritage and the, the history that I think is second to none here in Wisconsin in our community. Matt Immel shares the story of his family farm in Fond du Lac County. You can listen to more of these stories at MidwestFarmReport.com. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compere Financial. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Stebecker.